Hey everybody, it's Kyle. I am coming to you live from my basement. I'm actually recording on the uh, Blue Nessie here and not the Zoom mic like I have been, but uh, I'm not on the go, so I might as well use this nice mic I have. Um, yeah, so what is going good for me right now? You know, a lot of things are going really well. I, it's uh, it's kind of more of the same from last week, but uh, I would go ahead and add on the fact that, you know, I'm just watching these kids grow up, you know, uh, watching my son and the responsibilities that he's taking on, um, kind of a funny but not so funny at the moment story. Um, this is being recorded after work today on Tuesday, but this morning <laughs> we got up at, well, I got, I ended up waking up at 4.22 a.m. <laughs> because I knew I would be waking up at 5 a.m. because we had to get my son over to the pool where he works um, and they were having company slash staff pictures at 5.30 a.m. The reason is simply because they just can't get everybody together other than at that time. So that's why they do it at that wacky, wacky time. But anyway, went and did that, got him there at 5.30. It starts to rain. <laughs> and they ended up having to move everything inside. Uh, there's a gymnasium building next door. So they moved every, everything into there, and they went and took the pictures inside this morning. So quite a morning. So that took well over an hour, whereas I was expecting it to take, you know, 15, 20 minutes or so. Anyway, uh, yeah, but just watching him, you know, kind of grow up and watching him taking on more responsibility and handling things a little bit better. Uh, he's doing really great in this performing arts program that he's uh, working on. This is only the second week of it, but it's just for this month of June, and uh, he's doing really great. It's it's awesome. It's it's good to see him get so excited about something like that, and to uh, you know just be involved in in stuff at school and stuff around him is just uh, a pleasure of mine. Um, and then the same with my daughter, Audrey. You know, she's just really doing good. Now, she and her mom are at Girl Scout camp uh, until the day this comes out, Wednesday. They're done in the early evening, and uh, I will go help them pack up and, and come home. But, um, yeah, they're, it's not very far from here. It's like 20 minutes from here, max. And so um, it's it's been interesting because, you know, Running, running the house by yourself is not an easy thing. I be honest with you, I've, I've always had plenty of respect for my mom and stuff, um, and then of course for my wife as well. She was a single mom for quite a long time until I came along, um, and then we had a whole new family basically. But uh, her, her daughter, when I met her, her daughter was fourteen, so she had already kind of been through the ringer a little bit, handling all that stuff on her own. And uh, boy, I have a lot of respect for single parents. And, uh, it, it's, a, it's a lot of work, you know, uh, even with just one, just taking Chris, you know, over to that thing this morning, and then I'll take him to work when he gets back from this performing arts thing later in the afternoon. It's just a lot of stuff going on. Right. And so 
yeah, it's just a lot. It's a lot to handle, but I am happy to handle it because I'm happy to see where these guys are going and what they're doing. It's just really exciting. It's it's a fun time to be a dad. And while they are teenagers and there is a little bit of that attitude and crap like that, uh, all the good stuff far outweighs that. So I'm just not going to get caught up in all that jazz. Um, yeah, I mean, those are the good things that are happening to me, you know, uh, life, life is good right now. So that's all I got. <laughs> Nothing outstanding. I do have my annual review this week. Um, that's, uh, in a few days, um, going out to lunch with my supervisor and we're just going to do the annual review. We both love Mexican food. So we're going to go have some Mexican food for lunch and just have the uh, annual review. So hopefully that goes well. Also, I'm excited about that. I've got good feelings about it this year. It's been a crazy whirlwind situation over the past two, two and a half years with COVID. So I'm glad, to, I'll be glad to see how things start changing back and, and stuff like that. It's, that's, you know, that'll be a welcome return or change back to the way things used to be in my life. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. All right. Well, I'll take a quick break. We'll come back after the break and talk about some things that I'm into right now. But let me go ahead and throw it over to Kyle. Hey, Kyle. All right. We're back. All right. What am I into right now? Um, You know, I think I already told you guys I ended up finding a copy of Combat Rock by The Clash. I was pretty excited about that. It's great. Um, You know, that Sturgill Simpson album is fantastic also. He's just great anyway. But I'm kind of holding off right now because, like I said, here in a couple weeks, we've got the uh, the second um, record store day of the year. So there's a few things that uh, didn't appear at the first one that I was kind of looking forward to. Well, they're going to be at this next one, so I'm, I'm excited about that. Here I come, Brand New Heavies. That's, that's what I'm really looking forward to is the Brand New Heavies album. Look out. I'm going to pick that one up for sure. Um... Yeah, and and really, other than that, not a whole lot. Did uh, get a chance to listen to the whole uh, Awaken My Love album again by Childish Gambino. It's such a good album, man. I, I You forget how good it is. I know. It's been out like two, four years now. And uh, it's just, there's nothing else like it out there. So got a chance to listen to that last weekend. And uh, just, yeah, I love it. Uh, let's see, what am I watching? Well, you know, things are kind of on hold since half the family's gone. Um, so no Stranger Things this week or we're already behind a little bit on, uh, Obi-Wan, you know, so nothing really new there in that respect. I am watching some other stuff though. Uh, I did start watching the series of Insidious movies. I don't know if you guys are familiar with those. I think the first one's out in like 2010, so it's about 12 years old now. But uh, they're horror movies, you know, kind of possession horror movies, ghost horror movies. Man, absolutely a trip. I was not expecting it to be quite as frightening as it was. Um, They did a really good job on it, and, you know, it's relatively, you know, it's not gory. Um, there's not a lot of language in it. There's not any sexuality or nudity in it. It's just a scary movie, man. (laughs) Straight up. And, and it is scary. You will get some frights here and there in it if you've never seen it before. So started watching, I did watch the first one all the way through 
and started the second one and kind of stopped there. So I haven't finished up that second one, but I'm excited to watch the rest of them. There's four total. So, uh, and then I also started watching, I'm almost done with, uh, the series. I think it's an Apple TV series called the big con C O N N. And it's about an attorney, I believe in Kentucky. Uh, his last name is C O N N amazingly because he is a C O N man for sure. But long story short, what he did is he had a couple judges in the area kind of in his pocket, but what they would do is they would, uh, he, they would push through these social security disability benefits uh, cases for him. So he would get clients in and get their social security benefits like quickly. Cause normally it takes a while. You got to apply. You got to go through a lot of paperwork. You need an attorney to do it, I guess. But long story short, he would be able to get it done in days, you know, whereas everybody else would take months. So what he was doing though was skimming this whole entire time and became a multi multi-millionaire, you know, paid off those judges a portion. Um, it's, it's crazy, crazy what this guy did. And the thing that I'll, I'll, I remember so much about it is when they were actually on the hunt for him, because, you know, he does try and evade the authorities. Uh, I haven't watched that whole episode yet. That's the last episode, but <laughs> he's just, I don't even know how to explain it, except the first couple episodes, you're kind of just laughing at this dude. Like he's such a squirrely Southern dude who I think he's married like 17 times or something. It's, it's nuts. Um, but then you slowly start to realize it's not funny at all because what happens is once he gets pegged for this and gets caught doing this and everything admits that he did it, um, they're going after that judge that signed off on things for him all the time. And immediately the social security administration takes away the benefits for all of his clients. So the problem with that is probably three fourths of those clients are legitimate. You know, they just went to him because it was faster. Uh, most of these people never even met him. So you have people who really do need disability benefits that are screwed over because of him. And it's, it's sad. It really is sad. You just kind of have to see it. But uh, if you, if you're interested in this kind of true crime, you know, documentaries, the big con is a really good one. I highly recommend that one. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's really about it. Nothing really new besides that. I mean, you know, there's some new trailers and stuff that have come out. I'm really interested in the film Prey, which is kind of like a Predator prequel. Um, and it takes place when there's American Indians and the Predators, the pre or at least one Predator is here on Earth and kind of hunting them. But, you know, American Indians, <laughs> pretty tough people, man. They're not going to just go down really easily. And uh, they're amazing hunters themselves. So, uh, yeah, anyway, pretty interesting. I, I'm, I'm excited to see that film. Um, yeah, not, not much else guys in, in the line of viewing things, uh, reading. Yeah. I mean, you know, just reading the, uh, I mean, listen to the audio book of that, you know, Par paradise sky. I believe that's what it is. Joe Lansdale. I actually didn't listen to it while mowing this week because I'll tell you, I'll get to that in the podcast section, but, uh, very interesting. And then a few comics here and there that I've been reading, nothing to, nothing that really sticks out, kind of the same old things I've been talking about. 
All right, on to podcasts. There is some new stuff in podcasts. Um, I think I told you guys a little bit about the podcast, Something Was Wrong. Well, it turns out it's pretty amazing. And uh, it's hard to get into in the first episode or or so of the first season. But once you do, uh, this, this scenario is absolutely incredible. And the audacity of people to do things like this to others is just, it's astounding to me. But long story short, what had happened is uh, the story is about a woman who, a very heavily Christian, and was, I think the name of the app or whatever is called Hinge, H-I-N-G-E. But uh, she met a guy on there, um, and he's very Christian as well. It, it just seemed really good. Even though this girl is like, she's very attractive, you know, very, very attractive young woman and all. She just was having trouble meeting people in person. So she decided to use a dating app. So what? Um, I mean, my wife and I met there on a dating app. So there you go. We're coming up on 20 years here pretty soon that we've been married. So those things work. They, they can hook you up with the right people. But in this particular scenario, <laughs> that's not the case. Uh, long story short, it's a whirlwind romance. The guy kind of sweeps her off her feet. Uh, within three weeks or so, he's telling her he loves her. Uh, within six months, they're engaged. And they're set to be married, I think, in nine months after they met. And her parents, though, are kind of iffy on him. And his behaviors. He kind of always has knowledge of every single topic on earth, you know? You know what I'm talking about? Those people who are like, oh, yeah, I know about that. As a matter of fact, it's this, you know, those kind of people. Or, uh, yeah, that happened to me. Um, and so what I did is this. You may not know this about it. That kind of person that always has that answer for everything. A topper is what I uh, have called those types of people in the past. And that's, that's a pretty good name for them. They do tend to top everything, but there's more to it than just topping. It's uh, this person who's just like unrealistically knowledgeable about everything, right? Um, and then every story or whatever that he tells, everything that's ever happened to him is like the biggest, greatest, uh, the bigliest. I don't know if you've ever heard someone use that word before, but you have. If you live in the United States, you definitely have heard that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, someone who they overemphasize how great something is all the time. Uh, the other thing he did is he talks about, he talked to her about how, you know, he took Juliana Huff on to prom when he was growing up. So he had all this. And then he had this couple, uh, that are real good friends of his. He worked with the guy and the woman, uh, once they found out, that you know he he let them know that he was engaged and the woman reached out to his fiance and kind of struck up a friendship with her but it was a strange friendship because the woman was like brutally harsh at times now she had been given pictures of this couple and and their kids and all that stuff and and she, you know she knew them pretty well through that but the only time she'd ever really talked to this woman was texting and at one point, the woman said, so have you gotten, uh, have you started working on that, losing that weight before the wedding day? And she's like, excuse me? And she's not like a big girl either, right? That's what's really shocking about it. And so the 
I think her name was Kimmy, the the person that was texting the fiance, Sarah. Sarah's the main person in this podcast. Um, but Kimmy had asked her, you know, yeah, have you started to lose the weight? You know, I noticed in some of the pictures, you know, and she's like, well, I mean, you know, I, I might have like five pounds to lose. And the woman was like, oh, no, you, you got more than five pounds to lose. It was just really kind of shocking and rude. Now, they had talked about some pretty deep, detailed, personal things before. But, you know, it was really hurtful the way she was talking to her about her weight and stuff. And talking to her about how she could tell that she has cellulite. And you want to get rid of that before you have kids and everything. Because then the cellulite only gets worse. Trust me, I know. I have three kids. Blah, 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 blah. Just weird for somebody that you've never met in person to talk to you like that. Yeah. Anyway, that was kind of one of those things that really struck her bad during this whole thing. Now, her sister also did not like the guy from the start. Her sister, her parents liked him okay, but they kind of thought he was full of shit, you know? Um, Long story short, ultimately, what she ends up finding out is, yeah, he is full of shit. Uh, he's been engaged multiple times and g- g- that ruined that whole scenario multiple times with other women. And as a matter of fact, he had been kind of still seeing some one of these women anyway after he was already dating this Sarah, you know. Um, the other thing, I mean, the real big crazy shocker out of this whole thing is that the people that he, the couple that he was friends with that was talking to her didn't exist. Kimmy was not a real person that she was talking to. Everything she was talking to with him was him. It was her fiance. And he was, she calls him Dick in the uh, podcast. And she's just not releasing his real name and stuff for obvious reasons. I believe his name was Nick. And I believe people have found out who he is too, by the way. But, you know. Regardless. So she calls him Dick, but, you know, when she went to Dick and was talking to him about how this woman said this to him, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, she can kind of be that way, kind of be a bitch sometimes. But then she started to realize, Sarah started to realize that this dude was gaslighting her. The whole entire time they were together, he was trying to convince her that she had like a major problem, psychological problem and social problem, and that... She had been so sheltered growing up. She didn't know how things really were. I mean, he just kind of really beat her down mentally to the point where she really doubted herself like all the time. And it took her a long time to get over this. And uh, since then, she and the person that's in charge of this podcast and some of her friends and whatever, they've reached out to some of these other women that he dated way in the past that he was engaged to, and also some that they've seen that he's dating now. Um, as a matter of fact, he was still using like a joint account credit card or whatever of his and Sarah's like a year and a half later. He's a very big shyster, a, a real con man. And so it was really uh, remarkable, this podcast was, and, and there's a lot more episodes of this podcast. This is just the first season I'm talking about, but I really love that. Boy, I went way into it, but it was just a, a really fascinating story to me. So if you know anybody that's got somebody like that, that they're dating or whatever, the other thing that they do is they shower you with adoration, like from the get-go. 
And then also, if they piss you off and you call them out on it and tell them not to do that again, they'll just go, okay. And they won't do it again until after they get you comfortable again. And the way they do that is start doing all these super crazy nice things for you um, to get your head off of what it is you were pissed at them about. It's a trip, man. You just have to listen to it. But I'll put the link in the in the notes. Uh, and then there's three other podcasts I started. I, I don't know. We'll see. Um, one's called Scamfluencers. So it's like a mixture between scammers and influencers, scamfluencers. Uh, I'm interested in listening to that one. I think each episode's different person or people. So that, that's pretty interesting. Another one's called Persona. And I think that one has like a subtitle. Persona, the French Deception. Yeah. So that one's only got a couple episodes. It's relatively new. Um, I haven't really listened to that one yet, but it does sound pretty interesting. It's it's kind of a scam artist type thing also. And then the last one is called Father Wants Us Dead. <laughs> it's just pretty self-explanatory. But it's about a, a big murder case that happened in like 1971, I think. Um, and it took the whole nation by storm uh, where the only person missing that wasn't murdered in this household was the husband slash son because his own mother was killed, his wife was killed, all his kids were killed. And the only person the police couldn't find and talk to was him. And he basically made a run for it and kind of, I believe he starts a whole new life. I don't know. I'm only on the first episode, but I'm just fascinated by that stuff. You know, I, if you guys really know me, if you know who I really am, I've written a few screenplays and a few stories. And one of them is about a person who takes a hold of an opportunity to disappear from his life that really sucks. Um, and so I, I'm fascinated by that stuff. You know, I really am. So, but yeah, those are all three. And I'll put links to these three podcasts in there or four podcasts, I guess. Um, but yeah, that's in on podcasts. And the reason I was saying I didn't listen to Paradise Sky when I was mowing last week was because I was so into that something was wrong about uh, Sarah and Dick and this fake scenario Dick had set up with her. It was just amazing, you know. So it actually took precedence over the uh, Paradise Sky. I took a week off from that while I was mowing and listened to the, a couple episodes of this. Um, anyway, that's what that was. But that's it, guys. I mean, there's really nothing else that I can think of. A little bit of gaming stuff. They came out with a couple games on Android. And I have a Galaxy Tab S7 Plus. There's a new one out. There's a Galaxy Tab S8 series. They have the S8. They have the S8 Plus and the S8 Ultra. Which I would love to have the S8 Ultra. But, dude, it's very expensive. And it is faster than the one I have. But the one I have is great already. So I really don't need anything better than that. Um, but they came out with, on Android, they came out with an Apex Legends game. And I know it's, it's not the same Apex Legends if you play it on computer, but, or, or even on, you know, Xbox and PlayStation, but it's, it's, uh, kind of one of those battle royale versions of the game. You can play online against other people. It looks beautiful and it works great on my tablet too, by the way. The other one that they came out with was, I think it's called Diablo oh, Immortal. Diablo Immortal. And it's a full-fledged Diablo game made by Blizzard. 
And uh, I have played a little bit of that on my tablet, and I totally dig it, man. Uh, I've been playing it. Both of those games work very well with external controllers, by the way. So I have an extra Xbox One controller, and I just it connects through Bluetooth to my tablet, and I play games that way. Both of those games are set up for tablet or for controllers, so pretty great. You can actually even connect the tablet to the 4K TV and sit there and play away. You know, it's the same as playing on a game system basically that's connected to your TV. So there's really not any discernible. Um, lag between the controller movements and what's happening on screen but yeah those games are just really I, I can get into those a little bit i haven't played a lot of apex legends that game on there but i have played plenty of the uh, diablo immortal and and i'm probably going to just continue playing that one that's kind of more my style you know uh, it's not really a dungeon crawler but it is it has some rpg elements to it too i dig it if you ever played a diablo game you'll like it so but that's about it, guys. There's really not much else I can think about to uh, discuss with you guys. I appreciate you guys listening. You know, it would really help me if you would go and do a review on Apple Podcasts. I mean, that getting that, I have like four out there right now. I would love to have 40, you know, or more. But uh, I'm realistic about it, too. So I know I don't have a ton of listeners. But if you are a listener and you do enjoy the show, if you would do me a favor and just go look up the Dad Snark Podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and review it, I would appreciate that. Five-star review, of course, is always welcome. <laughs> but it just kind of, uh, it just, it does help with a lot of things as far as other ads and stuff I can get on here. Not that I want this thing to be full of ads because I really just do do this for enjoyment, but that's it, guys. Nothing else really to talk about. I appreciate you listening. I'll be back next week. I uh, have some more stuff to talk about. Hopefully be caught up on Obi-Wan then and be a little further into the Season 4 of Stranger Things. Um, but until then, if you guys would do me a huge favor, okay? It just got done raining outside, so get off my lawn. <laughs>